this? Oh, oh yeah, you. now it, I think, <laughs> yep, now it's going to work. But wait, I'm still low. Talking. We're talking. We're still low. What the hell? Talking. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I am your host, the Moo Cow, a.k.a. Pauly Presenza, and I am joined by... Jonathan A. Moody. And today, we have a very special guest co-host. Please introduce yourself. Um, Kira, last name withheld. Um, <laughs> do, I, do I need a bio? Well, no, because like <laughs> our, our first... Uh, our first uh, co-host with us was just Jen. Yeah, she wouldn't give her okay. background either. Yeah, that's, so. that's Jen from work. You know Jen Stokes. Jen Stokes, yes. Okay. <laughs> you just outed her. Cut it. Sorry, she's been outed a long time I know. Ago. We, we tagged her in a bunch of stuff. So, so. you could be just Kira or yeah. whatever you want to be. Yeah, Kira's good. Okay. Just Kira's Kira. good for now. Because right now yeah. we don't have any other Kiras. So. I'm, I'm named after an Ayn Rand character, which is very oh controversial. Yeah. It's what? Very, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's very controversial. And <laughs> she's originally from Delaware, just like me. Yes. Woohoo! Yeah. Is that how you guys bonded? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, sort of, kind of. It comes work. out pretty immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're from Delaware. I'm from Delaware. That's yeah. Right. That's right. And we, you know, we have to let everybody else who's lesser uh, in on our secrets. So. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. My parents are from Maine and Massachusetts. There you so. go. Oh, and so all the we okay. get all the states right up there. Good. There okay. Go. Well, I'm very passionate about um, the Mid Atlantic is its own region. Sure. Uh, People yeah. try to make it the South, or they try to make it like nope, New England, nope, and it nope. is neither of those. No. Nope. Well, anyway, we have <laughs> gathered together as we do from time to time to watch a movie, and today we are watching the 2001 Barack Epstein movie. <clears throat> right. Excuse me, Corn Man. The superhero movie where the superhero is a caped crusader who fights evil through the power of corn, as you do. Yeah, because of the subsidies. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now, That'll you've seen it. this movie, right? Uh, actually, I haven't. Oh, really? No. Um, so, I, I mean, I know the guy. Maybe I have. It you know years, Corn Man? If it was, yeah, I know the guy, <laughs> Barack Epstein, who made Corn Man. And uh, I like, and I've met him like physically and stuff. We oh. were at a horror convention together. So he's a great dude. Uh, but I ended up had him on a radio show back mm -hmm. in the day. That's how I met him. But I'm, I'm not sure if I've seen this or not. Well, because... you would have remembered it, and I'm pretty sure you have not seen this film. No, I know I, uh, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will be back to talk about Corn Man and his sidekick Butter Boy right after we hear some moon music. Okay, and we are back. So, first impressions of Corn Man. Kira, please, I'm dying to find <laughs> out. What did you think of Corn Man and Butterboy? Um, I was ready to be asked, did you enjoy that? And my reaction would be, I don't think so. <laughs> but <laughs> but do, you know, do you know what I felt? And I used to, I taught like early Karen Ed for a while, so I used to work with like two and three year olds. And so I think this is where this reaction comes from. But everyone seemed like they had a really fun time and like they really enjoyed doing it and I'm glad that they're happy. Are you with. saying you wouldn't want a Corn Man 2? I would love if they wanted to make one, and I would respect them for doing that. Aww. Um, yeah. 
But you actually, wouldn't watch I thought it. so. I thought the acting like wasn't wasn't really that bad. I enjoyed Doctor Ho. I thought he was very good. The evil Doctor Ho. Yes, I thought that he did a very good job. I think we really got a lot of insight into what the sort of um, labor violations were in his workplace mm-hmm. and how folks are sort of navigating that. A toxic work environment. A toxic work environment. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that poor Starch, really, the phone call with his mother. <laughs> that broke your heart. Really, really, really devastating. You know, clearly he enjoys working in whatever their field is. I'm unclear. Whatever Foot they soldiering. do. Super villainy, super villainy, I guess. And they want control of corn for some reason. It's unclear. As you do. It's unclear. Also, do you want sort of control of corn at the like farming stage or at the like um what would you call it like processing stage very unclear what they're doing or at the nuclear weapons capability stage yeah it's it's very unclear but he seems to really be dedicated like he's made you know he's put a lot of years in with the company he's really reluctant to leave i don't know that he would know how to market his skills properly um and he's i like how he says he's got a real good heart he might be in love with Dr. Ho. He, he just chops my fingers off all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, you know what? I think I he's in I think he's in love with him. There you go. There's he's a just, there's yeah. a little bit of a relationship there. And yeah. you're right, because a lot of uh toxic um subtext. You know, love or whatever things, relationships toxic relationships happen when the one person loves the person so much but the other one keeps physically abusing them. Yes. And they still come back and want more and they don't want to leave. Or they can't. They don't have the resource. This is much deeper than maybe these people. See, this, the this is the reason you come to Indie Film Cafe. I'm like, we don't know. Clearly, Starch comes from a family. His father perhaps owns. We're not clear. Does he own this farm that he works on? What are the resources in his family? We don't know. Maybe he feels that he can't leave Dr. Ho, that he doesn't have the resources in place doesn't have any, you know, friends maybe to and help And remember, him. there were previous movies that possibly could have delved into some of this relationship. But we never got them. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So we go with what we have. That's right. And he seems to be the number two in the company. So maybe Dr. Ho is stringing him along with promotions. Right. We don't know right. what his pay, maybe he gets paid a lot. We don't know. Not enough to give him good dental work, though. No. But also, I have a gap in my front teeth, and I've always said I would keep it. Because I like it, and I want people to know I was poor once. So maybe he, like, poor once, like, I'm not poor now. <laughs> but that maybe he wants to keep it, because he's like, these are my teeth, and I like them. So. Or they just spent $1.95 at the gag store and said, here, wear these fake teeth. Can I, I tell you? I thought it was supposed to be because he had dip in his mouth. No. <laughs> not just no, that his I don't teeth think so. I, I, I think, I mean, it literally looked like fake teeth. You know, yeah, but, uh, hillbilly yeah, teeth yeah. that he put in there, and so which but, we might have a pair or two over there in our props department. I'm maybe but, the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but the the thing that uh, you know I couldn't tell in the beginning because most of the time you see um, uh, starch far away or whatever you see, yeah. you know, so you don't really see him up close. Then when you saw him up close, you could see the teeth like, and everything oh. a little bit more noticeable so it might have in the beginning you might have felt like he was doing dip or, or something you yeah. know in the uh, but later you're like Wait, oh man there's just he just can't talk because of the teeth <laughs> so before we get into the background of this film who can kind of give a quick encapsulation of the plot what what is it that happens in corn man a vegetable he- american vegetable hero I can't do that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, 
You know what? I'll read the back. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We've Here got the is. box. We got the box, finally. We usually don't. So there we go. A laughable loser stumbles onto a bucket of toxic waste in a cornfield and gains the ability to communicate with corn. As you do. He obtains the sidekicks and spandex necessary to become a superhero and vows to protect the corn from the great evil villain, Dr. Ho. The one-armed Ho bad guy enlists the aid of a giant mutant hybrid freak and several crappy foot soldiers. I'm not lying, this is what it's saying. In an attempt to dominate all the corn in the world, only Corn Man, American vegetable hero, can save the day. Uh, special edition DVD features, uncut movie, Two commentary tracks, deleted Ooh. scenes, trailers, behind the scenes, and more. Plus, a special appearance by trauma head honcho, Lloyd Kaufman. Uncle Lloyd! Oh, that gentleman at the beginning. Yes. Because, yes, okay. yes, yes. yeah. Good. So, your reaction when you first heard uh -huh. Uncle Lloyd, which was what we call him, because right. he's... Uh, everybody's your uncle, uncle. Your paternal uncle. Yeah. 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 Okay. And he's been making movies in this genre and this type for Since like the years 1980s. And yeah. Years 80. and years. Good. Okay. And he's a, you know, he's, he's pretty much world famous at yeah. this point. Okay. Corn. 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 Good. <laughs> and he's been in the business when most other people are out because mm. they just can't make money yeah. on this sort of thing. But. Somehow, Uncle Lloyd pulls it all together, and it, they've just been the mark of crazy quality ever since. In fact, Shakespearean Shitstorm was the last thing he put out, and I think it might be his final movie, because he's getting up there. He's in his late 70s at this point. Well, bless him. I know, yeah. exactly. Uh, Shakespearean Shitstorm is also yeah, a we'll, great title. We'll, we'll have to show you Paltry Geist, Talk. because that, that's another movie that sort of goes way over the top. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I don't with chicken. Know. With chickens, but real chickens? I'm gonna say yes and no. There's there is some real chickens and then some not so real. But anyway, <laughs> just like there's some corn in this movie and then some corn asparagus. They did thingy. not have a little sign that said that no corn was harmed in the <gasps> making of this film. So Those well, bastards. also that's what I was wondering. Um, okay, so I found an an account on Instagram where they do like little. This is. We'll get there. We'll get to the point. Um, they do little videos about, like, fun facts about Earth. For example, I knew that birds' bones were hollow, but that's not why they can fly. Their bones are just as dense as other bones. It's because they can put air in their bones. Anyway, all this to say, the heaviest organism on Earth is this tree. It's a forest, but it's all one organism because all the roots connect, right? So then I was wondering, is would corn man's powers end once the corn is, like, off the stalk? No. I think we learned that that's not the case. So I'm wondering where the power sort of ends. Like, clearly he can't commune with popcorn because he's eating it, and I think they would be screaming. <laughs> exactly, right? So I'm just sort of wondering what the limitations are to he, the power. Okay, so he talks to corn, mm -hmm. but then he uses them as a weapon. Yes. Too. Yeah. And uh -huh. so I'm like wondering, wouldn't that hurt the corn? Like, wouldn't the corn... They are his foot soldiers. Right. But remember, the, the farmer who turns out to be uh, Starch's father, right. mm -hmm. was mean to Corn, and then the Corn told Corn Man. On no. him. Yeah. On him. Yeah. Which he didn't like, because he didn't, uh, yeah. didn't want to hear that, and so he just knocked them both out. But like, it's the, the way that it's shot is interesting, because you're kind of brought into it while things are already going on, and they sort of have to catch you up and say, well, 
this is what happened in Corn Man 1, and this is what happened in Corn Man 2, and this is Sheila number 1, but we got rid of her, so we have Sheila number 2. And by the way, this is our third Corn Man actor. Let's start at the, the very beginning, because in the first, like, other than the introduction by Lloyd Kaufman, when we get into it, uh, Corn Man is infiltrating a corn... Uh, shucking. Yeah, shucking uh, drug deal kind of thing in a abandoned, like, you know, warehouse kind of place. Uh, everything was shot in an abandoned warehouse yeah. in this movie. It was different warehouses, too. <laughs> different places. It was amazing. Uh, I'm pretty sure he knows realtors who can just sneak him into these places. Yeah. You know, unless he's just doing it himself. Anyway. Well, I know, like, four people from high school that are realtors now, so I'm assuming um, that's, like, a universal experience. Right. Where everyone knows four people from high school. I mean, realtors. I know a bunch of people are realtors, too. Like, I mean, you know, so, yeah, it's... That's, I guess it's an pr- occupation that well are very popular. We have to know? give them a call when we make our Corn Man movie, though. Uh, yeah, Corn Man too. If Brock call us, let us, let us do this. Um, so anyway, there's he a, like works at Geico now. He's like, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out, fellas. Sorry. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so uh, there's and you were uh, talking about how uh, it reminded you of like when you would watch those movies where they would be doing like uh, drug deals. Yes. Drug, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, in I mean, I've never been involved. I would like to formally state that I've never personally been involved in any kind of like drug operation right. formally. And we got that out there. That's a, that's a disclaimer. Thank you so much. Please keep that in as an uncut clip. Um, so, but in movies and stuff, when they're like counting the money in drug dealing operations, it's usually a bunch of girlies and they're usually in either underwear or naked because then I guess the theory is that you could not like run and steal the money. Yeah. Or, the drugs. These, or the drugs, I guess as well, depending on, on sort of where you're at with that. Right. Um, so these girlies are like in bathing suits. And they can't hide the corn. Corn. They can't hide, they guess. can't steal the corn from them. No. Nope. Nope. No. nope. So uh, then uh, corn man comes in. A different corn man. A different corn man with a uh, uh, mask over his head, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Dr. Ho. And yes. it's ba- literally a piece of paper with a rubber band. Yeah, it yes. looks like one of those like masks you made when you were a kid doing Halloween mm-hmm. you know, stuff. You couldn't make something, so your mom just made you a cardboard mask. Because you know, somebody you were too young and incompetent to care. Yeah, you were just like, I just want to go trick-or-treating yeah. and get candy. I don't give a f- crap up my... What was on my face? Just um, give me the damn candy. I know, uh, but then so uh, was it? Who who was in the beginning? Um, was that was it that was, starch? No, uh, it was no. a gentleman in sort of a camo vest. Right. Uh, yes. Muscular gentleman. Shock! 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 Yes. Um, imagine DJ Polly D. <laughs> From Jersey Shore. From Jersey Shore. Yes. A, a, yeah. a guy we never see again, by the right. way. Right. I mean, he's he's only there for the beginning, because also the core man, I think, switches or something. Right. You know, so I, I get the feeling Brock Epstein shot this either later or earlier or something, and it didn't really I, matter if it matched or not. Well, we kind of get the information later that, that even Brock Epstein comes into the, his own movie and directs everything and tells people move this, do that. So like, I, I think it's just I think that's just how it was. I just, I assumed it was a bit. 
He's like, wouldn't it be funny if we had like different Corbin? Ha ha ha. We've got like three Sheilas. Yeah, we have three, three Sheilas. Corbin. We have different Corbin. Well, only one Butter Boy. Yeah. And only one Doctor Ho. That's right. That you have like a character, but you could feasibly have any person play this character and maintain the film. Also, a lot of times. Like uh, 007. You know, there's anybody can just walk in and be 007, right? Uh, a lot of times, uh, indie filmmaking, especially when you're a kid, when you're young, when you're in your early 20s, you're just trying to make a movie. Mm. People go, well, you're not paying me and I got a job to do, so I'm not going to go do this movie. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that probably happened. Yeah. And in, instead of going, oh, well, we're just not going to finish this movie, Barack was like, screw it. Let's, it's a comedy already. Let's just, like... Let that be a thing, you yeah. know, in the movie. And so we have three Sheilas because we can't afford, you can't, Sheila number one, the only Sheila couldn't make it for all the days that she needs to be there. So we'll have a Sheila one, a Sheila two, and a Sheila three. And I bet that's in the commentary. And that is where I've always talked about how rather than just, you know, taking a problem and, and just suffering with it, you turn it around and you turn it into an asset. You make it a bit. You, yeah, Any you challenge make it, in your life, you exactly. make it a bit. But see, that only works for movies like this, right? Where it it's a comedy, and so you've already like suspended your disbelief. You've already said, "Screw this! This is if this is the way it's gonna be, I'm just gonna accept it." Like a trauma movie, generally, anyway. Right. And this is I'm glad trauma picked this up because this is a trauma movie. It's very trauma. Yeah, it's very and, and trauma. The comedy. Is very much shotgun against the wall, see what sticks kind of mm. things. Just mm -hmm. Joke after joke, bit after bit. Some of it's going to be kind of funny. Some of it's just not. Yeah. Some of it's grown and eye, you know, yeah. eye roll worthy. But the rest, it, when it does land, it it's pretty funny. You yeah, know, some of it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked when Doctor Ho was. I, I was like, yes. Express yourself. Talk about your emotions. He's like, listen, you told me you couldn't come to this three fifteen meeting. <laughs> So I moved on with my life. I'm I'm looking at uh, real estate. I'm looking at properties. I'm looking at commercial Is properties. Is that a crime? Yeah. Is that a crime to look for a new lair? <laughs> Come on. And I love that. I, I I love that because you're right. You don't see that. Well, and it's, you know, it's you interesting. I've that. been wanting to show you in particular this movie because I remember it yeah. a while ago. Because I'm a vegetarian. Well, no. <laughs> That, that, that's that, yes. that's I an did not extra know that. bit of goodness. But yeah. we had a conversation a while ago. I don't know if you remember, but we, we talked about movies, and you mentioned that you just didn't like superhero movies. Mar <laughs> I don't. Marvel in general. I don't. I've never seen any And I don't like superhero movies and in Marvel. I do. And you do. Yeah. So, so I was it's like, really funny. this will be a very interesting movie. Yeah. So, you well, know. I mean, this was done way before Marvel, but, you know, like, became Marvel, you know, like, Marvel or whatever. Marvel everything they did off of Disney. Yeah, they, they were like, you know what? That is a direct accusation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, MCU. Do shot by shot, you'll see it. Start paying Barack Epstein, man. You'll see it. <laughs> it couldn't be more clear. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, obviously the Marvel stuff takes itself very, very seriously. Yeah. This movie took nothing seriously. Um, you know, Iron Man, Corn Man, they sound very similar. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to throw that out there. Many letters are the same. How many so letters right. are the same between Iron and Corn? Three. They, they Three out of four. 75%. Corn. Corn. That's, there you go. I think it's pretty damning. Yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Corn. Do you just, yep. There you go. You just switch it around the letters. It's. There yeah, take out a C. Iron Man, I. you need to pay up. Pay up, man. 
Um, so yeah, so they do that. They show the beginning. He gets into the fight. The guy thinks his literally his face is cardboard now. He was like, oh, you're, of course, I always thought your face was cardboard. And I was like, what? And then, whatever, that guy is never seen again. We go into... Doesn't matter. Because uh, no, that shucking operation was shut down, so he's right. out of the job. Exactly. Oh, and then we sort of get the idea that there's, like, I guess, other uh, two other Corn Man movies, but we don't see them. We're and they must now be the third shorts one. or something. I don't know. In the commentary, there's probably information. I was assuming they don't exist. Again, I, I just assume everything is a bit. I was like, oh, they there are no sequels. We're just like plop. Right. It's kind of like how was it? Uh, Thanksgiving uh, 3. There's no ki- right. Thanksgiving 2. We yeah. went from Thanksgiving 1 to Thanksgiving 3. And the plot of Thanksgiving 3 was the turkey, the evil turkey puppet, is running around killing of everybody course, so naturally. he can get Thanksgiving 2 because it was so bad. He got angry, and so he wants to destroy all the copies of this movie that was never oh, shot. Good. That was never shot, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, Naturally. As an evil turkey puppet would. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, but yes, from my understanding, I've seen a lot of Jim Henson, so I feel like. There that. you go. There you go. You would. <laughs> you you would probably oh, like Thanksgiving. We'll maybe. have to show you Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving three, especially. Uh, yeah, I'm um, a labyrinth, dark crystal. I was a labyrinth, dark crystal so child. So weird, weird puppets. I, uh, yeah, I never got into them, but I, I, I did like Return of the Jedi, so I do like Muppets, you know. Which one is that? That was the, that was the one with the Ewoks and all the other stuff, but it's got a lot of Muppets mm. in it. Okay. Yeah. To be clear, I, I do know about Star Wars. I just don't know any of their names. Oh, okay. The, like the names of the films. Yeah, it's the third, actual third one, not the... From the prequels, or okay, the not the Hayden Christensen no. joints. Okay, no, good. No. From the original. Good. Although he did go on to do Corn Wars, people don't know about that. Corn a lot Wars. of people don't know about that. Yeah. Based on a true story. There you go, dude. I mean, you're coming up with ideas for the sequel. Uh, do I not always? That's. I mean, my brain can't stop my brain. Yeah. And now Corn that you've Wars. said it aloud on a podcast, I think that it's intellectual property now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There so. you go. There you go. Like, we can bring this to the court. Yeah, so we came up with this, and there's a timestamp. Yeah, so. the grocery strikes back. The I would love to be a key witness. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I would. You wouldn't like to be in it. You could be butter, babe. We could give you a popcorn hat and lots of butter to put all over you. I would not prefer that. That's not my preference. Um, <laughs> you could be Sheila number twenty-seven and be like, or with waxy. The... You could be the the, the super villainess. I there is not a character in that movie that I. Would want to well, play. feel that okay. I would enjoy being. Fair enough. So talk about some of these characters. <clears throat> I'd love to do that. Um, I would say that Sheila number three is my favorite Sheila. I like her because when she comes out in her purple dress, she looks like Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And I enjoy that a lot. Um, Waxy. What is there to say? Is she actually British? We don't know. Maybe. I hope so. Um, <laughs> she had the best British be? accent they could afford to... Bye. Absolutely, and she doesn't really have that many lines, so I feel like she could have just watched. But what does she like to do, though? She squishes people with her inner thighs, arguably. And I've been doing bar classes, and I think that she maybe is also doing bar classes. What's bar classes? B a r r e. It's like a it's a workout sort of thing based on like ballet. But did they have that back in two thousand twenty one? 
I mean, they had ballet. Or not 21. <laughs> they well, had they, real ballet. They didn't have it where they were pulling people's heads off. No. As far as we know. No, I've know. seen videos, though, where they test how much pressure you'd have to use with your legs to squish a watermelon. Genuinely, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So she is a strong there, There's more human. agriculture going on. Yes. <laughs> it's science. It's agri- she, she is a woman in STEM. And I respect her. <laughs> well, the funniest thing about her was the first time you saw her, uh-huh. she uses her powers on a uh, foot soldier. Yes. And uh, rips off his head. And the first thought I had and the first thought I said was like, why would they be happy about the guy being having his head ripped off if mm-hmm. he's part of their thing? But then he just... He regenerates. He regenerates his oh. head. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, but that... That's just convenient. I like him because he really put his all into every fight scene. He did. He was kicking. He was punching. He was spinning. Mm. I liked it. A lot of it, though, did look like... um, Like cheerleading, stunting moves. (laughs) Like some of the, like, kicking... It was was giving me cheer. Yay. Um, Jazz hands. Yeah. (laughs) But also, cheerleaders are very strong, so um, nothing but respect. Well, yeah. They they have to lift each other up and stuff. Like, I... It's crazy. All those pom-poms, yeah. very heavy. Yeah, Dr. Ho, obviously the best character in the film. Yes. Corn Man, controversial take, forgettable. A forgettable character. You know, I I, I was sort of feeling that too. Like, yeah. I, I kind of felt for like a movie that's like predicated around the individual. Yeah. His character was sort of like... Flat. I know. Flat. And I don't know if it, I don't know if it's part acting or if it's just the, the writing of the character. Well, do we have a preference did you prefer Corn Man number one or Corn Man number two? Neither. For me, I don't um, know. Acting-wise, no. Um, I did immediately react to the first Corn Man that he was, in fact, a babe. So that's good. Second Corn Man, he looked like one of... He, this is... He's probably a very nice person. <laughs> His appearance to me seemed like the kind of person who is who plays high school football and really, 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 really thinks they're getting into this the is, NFL. This is the blonde, the blonde short hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was giving me Friday Night Lights. Gotcha. Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's Texas, so there you go. That is what I was getting from that corn man. And then the last corn man who we're told is from Prague or somewhere. He's like Eastern European. But as... Brought in this sexy European uh, model. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he... He's fine. I just think, you know, sort of flat. Sort of a flat character. So, second Corn Man was kind of like Corn Thug. I don't know. No, more like Corn Jock. Corn Jock. Yeah. Corn Jock, not yeah. Corn Thug. He no. was, you know, yeah, he was He was the kind of guy that I bet was, like, just friends with everybody, but, like, was more like, you know, I'm into, I'm into sports, like, you know, I don't mm. know. Maybe it's also, like, the weird stuff they're doing with, like, Weird in this movie? Yeah, a little bit. Um, and and by weird, I mean, I, it sort of feels very like 2001 South Park kind of stuff where they're like, wouldn't it be so funny if we like did fake Spanish as a bit? Wouldn't that be so hilarious? Like Spanish gibberish, Spanish gibberish yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, which was hilarious because Butterboy could speak very good English, apparently. Yeah. But he was he, a white kid. I he, mean, pretty, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And then the, uh, was it? And then. Uh, Corn Man the whole time spoke, you know, uh, span gibberish to him on purpose because 
Uh, he apparently couldn't understand what he was saying. That was like I mean, he's like he's brown, so I'm gonna assume he only speaks Spanish. Again, it's very like a comedy in the early 2000s was like I'm gonna say something offensive and it's gonna be so funny, right, like, guys? Yeah. There, there are certain lines. There were certain things that like you could not get away with today. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I we we've done a couple of those recently actually. That Paul picks, of course, you know, because Paul likes that kind of humor still, you know. But you don't see it anymore because people are too offended by anything that you say that, you know, might be racist or, you Well, know. there's that whole thing with El Gordo, who's supposed to be the fat Mexican superhero. Yeah. When they, they, their costumes with, swapped out. And he was like, you know, I here, Cornman, here's your fruity costume. Yeah, it's again, you know, here's the thing. I accept that some things um, were not made for me. Um... And I feel like this maybe wasn't made for me. Uh, right? Yeah. That's no, that's that's okay. I'm not 100% sure who this movie was made for. Barack Paul. Epstein and his Very, friends. Yeah, I exactly. Think, exactly. This, this, this has a feel of a movie that you make in the backyard with your friends and family. And yeah. yeah let's throw this together. And he's, what, like 19 or 20? It's no. like some 19 or 20-year-old. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> you were shocked when I said that's Barack Epstein. You are like, yeah. that 20-year-old? <laughs> this teenager? Is, is making this but movie? He made and, a movie. Oh, no, I think, yeah, it's great that he is doing that. Well, um, it makes more sense it's his first movie. If he was yeah. making, this is his, like, 10th movie, and he was only 20, I mean, actually, right. that would be... What it would be like today. So, I mean, yeah. I guess we could talk a bit about the writer, director, and producer, Barack Epstein. Um, I know he's directed a few other movies. He did Prison of Go-Go, and he did Blood on the Highway. Yeah. Um, I know that he worked behind the scenes in a few uh, uh, actual real motion pictures. You said he was an intern on Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry, and you know, a couple of other things. I know he's done a number of short films. Mm-hmm. What he's doing these days, I'm not really certain. I'm, I'm not either. I used to be friends with him on uh, MySpace. I'm not sure if I was wow. friends with him back on. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, I used to. I, I interviewed him back in the day. If I can find that, I'll put Is that it up for. The corner radio. Show? The original, like, yeah, the original independent corner radio show. And if I find, if I can get that recorded, like uh, downloaded, I will put it up as a uh, well, uh, maybe throwback. We could, you know, maybe. Call him or get a hold of him. And get on the indie <laughs> Reach out film. to him on MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> Indie Films Cafe Spotlight. We that do a would, spotlight would, show. If he would respond in MySpace, I'd be so freaking happy. Because uh, I want to go back to that time period where mm. it wasn't, nothing was very political online. Everything was so just, I watch stuff but art and everything. And that's all I want, you know, when I do things. I don't want to see politics on my page, you know, mm. or whatever, because I'm not political. So I don't want to see that stuff now. Everybody else does, and and so I yeah. have to, uh, I have to sort of, you know, deal with it because I'm not. Well, the, well, there's a lot going on. At, I know. Right now. But right. Yeah, it was a simple. All time. the time. Yeah. There's always yeah. everything going on. All and there's the time. always something. But it was a yeah. simpler period. time back then, and you could just make goofy movies and make a MySpace page for it to put it up there, or a music page and put it up there, and it was kind of a fun way to spread the word of what you're doing around everybody and get fans and sure mm -hmm. it was just it's a different time now different yeah stuff. social media i don't know if it's necessarily gotten better it's just gotten bigger yeah uh, when, yeah. when i did it he had just made uh prison of gogo -Go or whatever so he was getting that out there and i was just like hey you want to come on my radio show and talk about that and he did and he was very happy to and 
I, I knew of Corn Man because I looked at his IMDb, but I don't think I... Because of Corn Man. They're of course. Like world-famous film. I would. I hope so, man. I, this is why we, we do shows like this. Exactly. Because we want the world to be aware that there's a movie called Corn Man that you can go buy on Amazon if you want to right now. How much does this cost on Amazon? What amount of money would you pay for this film? What? How, how much would... I, I'm very picky these days because mm-hmm. if it's an indie film from like the 2000s, unless it's like completely out of print and really hard to find, yeah. Even then, I I wait for a while because like companies will pick something up eventually. Mm. Um, I don't know about this one. Not this one, maybe. Trauma. We, we might if yeah, we can yeah, get yeah, our yeah. Uh, self-distribution stuff going. That'd be um, I'm gonna say sixteen dollars. Sixteen? Yes. Yeah. I think the most I would spend is twenty. Sixteen to twenty yeah. seems fair. Yeah. That seems fair. But I would do it because I'm a physical media. Well, person. you also I, own it already, yeah, so you don't I, have to. And I don't like having just the digital. If I can, if I can have a physical copy, I want it because I don't have some corporation out there telling me when and when I cannot watch my movie or who's got the actual. If you have the technology, yeah. that's the issue, um, right? Is that DVDs are like sort of obsolescent. At the that's true because no, they're still hanging around. Because it's possible, but they're not like the default media. No, form no. streaming is now the default. I know, yeah. and the problem but you is you don't own it. Yeah, you don't own it, yeah. and streaming only lasts until their contract is up. So then, so say unless you bought it, but even then, say Amazon someday fucked up and they're gone. Yeah, you know everything that you bought from them is gone. Like right. there's no right. way to which is save why them. when it comes to things like. Corn man. You simply must have it, purchase it. Have it and I can cuddle it in my arms. And but the problem with that is, like, forever. for me, uh, is I end up getting scratched. I'm very bad with discs. I'm, I'm just terrible uh, with them. I know. That's, that's my fault. Doing but. the claw hole. You ever have a friend come over and they, like, take the DVD out and just pinch it between their fingers? Bad. Smack. <laughs> smack. But Are you a DVD pincher? I don't know. I've probably done that before. Here's the thing, though. With every leap in technology, you're going to have those movies that don't quite make it. We've had this discussion before, but yeah. you know, there are movies that came out in VHS that have never made it onto DVD. There are movies that came out on DVD that have never made it onto Blu-ray. There's movies in Blu-ray that never made it onto 4K. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So the, the net gets smaller and smaller and smaller, unfortunately, and it tends to be the big corporate... Hollywood movies that make yeah. it, and the little guys, the indies, tend not to. So that's the other reason why I like to get a physical copy. Like, I don't know if I'd want to see this movie on 4K. Like, because <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the only reason being is it looks so shoddy, like on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you know, and stuff. If you saw it, and it was all clear, and and he looked like a video game character, because that's what 4K looks like to me these days. Is like of video games. Yeah. You know, you see these things and they're like, oh my God, you're watching a video game and stuff, which is cool, but it's like, it, it's cool for the movies that are made now or whatever, but movies like this, I, I don't, I kind of don't want to see Corman as a video game character. Well, that brings us to the other point, which is the production values, which were clearly, clearly low. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sound was a problem. There were a lot of times we just couldn't really hear what was going on. I feel like it got better over time, though. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Um, some of the sets were kind of, like I said, just abandoned buildings someplace. The costumes? The costumes were cheap as hell. The special effects. Um, what special effects? Well, they the had The blood. Some, yeah, beheadings. And the beheadings. blood tubes. The nah. blood tubes. I was going to ask you about that because, you know, I don't know about oh. your tastes, but was this a little more violent and or gory for you? Oh, no, that, that stuff doesn't bother me. 
Okay. Stuff a, doesn't bother you no, at all? No, I'm a okay, desensitized good. gal. I was born in 1994, so. Okay. My whole life has been Wait, like what, what year? I was born in 1994. The year 1994, oh, wow. So young. Yeah, you know, getting older all the time. Uh, the years <laughs> keep coming and they don't stop coming. Um, but I think that it, that doesn't bother me. So even the, the shower scene with the uh, water thing what makes her head blow up. Yeah, that and, doesn't bother me. And then she's like, I can't feel my face. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. See, that was a funny bit, you know, or whatever. That was a comedic bit. But, like, I don't know. Like, it, all of it was meant to be funny. Like, anything that was cheaply done was meant to be funny, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a few bits, like when Butterboy pees on the two girls. And okay. mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that would be considering today's audiences. I don't know if you get See, away with I that. See, I think here, um, that's fine. As a... Uh, <clears throat> hey, some people a get paid for that. Gal, they do, and you know, nothing but respect. If that's nothing what you but enjoy. respect. Hey, look, if you want to uh, do the that. need to have the girlies like in lingerie fighting, again, I don't think I was the target audience for that. They're like, you know, who would really love this? Fourteen-year-old boys. Fourteen-year-old yeah. boys who watch comic book movies. But like, do you know what? Now that we're talking about money on costuming. That was probably the most expensive stuff that they bought, <laughs> to be honest with you. Was the, just like, their... corsets and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that stuff was expensive, so. Okay. You know. And asparagus. They had they had real yeah, asparagus. Yeah, asparagus is expensive. It is one of the more expensive That's Talking produce. about special effects, what yeah. about what about corn asparagus, the monster? He existed. <laughs> I was confused as to why sometimes he had, like, more yellow paint on. I liked when he turned his head in the little kitchen and you could see his little, like, ear was still pink. That was cute. So, I said he looked like the Jolly Green Giant, and yeah. you said he looked like Gandhi? No, Stanley Tucci. No, no, that was the nose that's, guy. That's no, the nose yeah, we guy. haven't gotten the psychic nose yeah. guy. Yeah, he did okay. look a little like Stanley Tucci. Okay, so yeah. Stanley Tucci was the nose guy. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, was it the Jolly Green Giant? You said he sounded like Scooby-Doo. That was he did sound like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It was giving me a little, like, ruh-roh. And <laughs> I think you liked it because he wanted to make certain that there were those flamingo glasses. I the loved kitchen. those. Yeah, I, the, my favorite part in the film was them doing real estate. I love watching House Hunters. <laughs> so I felt really passionate about that section of the movie. That was your favorite part. <laughs> yeah, that, hands down, that was uh, hands down, <laughs> hands down. Um, the best part in the movie is when they're touring properties. <laughs> they're like, is that Rococo? What it's else? not. Um, although very clearly when they're like passing the McMansions, clearly when they're doing the interior scenes, that was not in those houses. Oh, okay, right. Very and very I very like clear. how the realtor ends up becoming. Real a tour, which is just another yeah. henchman for Doctor Ho. <laughs> which I mean, I, I guess Doctor Ho would have a henchman that also is his realtor. Well, there's know? that real estate commercial that's on that I see on Hulu, where the real estate agent is like, I don't know what real estate company it's for, but she's like helping them dust and like stage the kitchen, and she's like, hire, you know, at here at whatever at Remax, whatever, we give you, we're like, we help you, whatever. So maybe he's of that school of realtor where he's like, I need to know my client. I need to help my client. And when my client needs the henchman to beat yeah. up corn oh, man, I'm going to be there for if him. If we're at the property we're viewing, yeah. I will help you do that. You yeah, that. that's that's probably in his contract. That's a probably. full service realtor um, right there. Yeah. yeah. So I remember you also saying, and I <laughs> love this, that you were... you. You enjoyed the fact that he knew like exactly what his client wanted. Yeah, because he was going around, Mm -hmm. you know, saying, 
oh, this will be great for, for when your you're doing, you know, when your henchmen are doing yeah. this. And like, this yeah. is a great room to use your mutant monster. Yeah. Yes, that was that was that was the part that it's I really. It's so important to know your audience. <laughs> it is so important to know your audience. Yeah. Although then I was wondering, it makes sense that they'd be in a warehouse if the foot soldiers are like staying on the property. Like, they don't go home at the end of the day. Right, right, They right. live on property. Yep. Well, in addition to uh, Sheila's 1, 2, and 3 and right. Butter Boy, there's also Psychic Nose. Psychic nose. Someone talked to me about Psychic Nose. He can smell things both that will happen in the future, and also it seems to me that he can smell things which happened in the past, too, at some point. Mm-hmm. So he also came in the first time you see him. He's bringing in the pizza. Was yeah. he the pizza delivery guy? Or he was, was there... disguised as a pizza yes, delivery guy. Exactly. Unclear why. Well, and and then he, apparently uh, he threw the pizza down, which is he a did. big no-no. There was no pizza it was in empty. there. There's no. Yeah, Very no. upsetting for Butter Boy. Yeah, yeah, Butter Boy was wanted his pizza, but it was funny. He had the best, in my opinion, the best line in the film, where he's like. Psychic knows what I smell things before they happen. Well, that's a stupid superhero power. And he's like, You talk to corn. Yeah. Glass <laughs> houses, throwing stones. Exactly. Don't do it. It was like, Okay, uh, point. Fair point. Point, point taken. All right. Yeah, you touche. win. You know. Um, <laughs> he did look like Stanley Tucci, to be clear. And he talks like this. Yeah. <gasps> oh, wait. What? Ca- hang on. Wait. What voice is that? I don't know. Hang on. I'm thinking. Was there... I, it won't come to me, but that voice reminds you of someone, or yes, something? it does. And he had a long, 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 long finger that was a nose, so his nose is. Like oh, it's the Skeksis! It's the Skeksis in the Dark Crystal. Oh, okay. um, yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know. And his head, you know, shaved, so he's kind of got a Gandhi-ish look to him. He does Ben Kingsley with the big giant nose. Yes. Yep. So which, there you go. Although Dr. Ho is not interested in recruiting him. Nope. No, nope, he nope. was not, which was shocking. I would think that he would, like, want to. Well, because he even said, that's a stupid superpower. Like, how can I use you, you know? Well, like, I mean, for... he already had, you know, starch, and he already yeah. had Waxy, and Waxy yeah. already failed. She'd been him. demoted, though. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Really. she got. Which is oh. just another struggle for women in the workplace. Am I right? Why did she get demoted, though? She failed to, well, actually, she... oh, God bless her. I think that we <laughs> oh, as Americans... Yeah. We give people with British accents a lot of credit, and I think that that is clear in this film. Yeah. When she attacks two innocent teenagers. That are just? Just wearing shirts, which but they're are. they're Corn Man fans. Corn Man and Butter Boy t-shirts. Yeah. yeah and she just assumed that's who they was, and she said, oh yeah, their they're, they're costumes are they're at, at the la- laundry. At, she said at the launderers, yes. which I, is that a real word? No, that is a real word, but. It's it's a like a laundering like it's like when yeah. you m- money laundering. No, so, yeah, like laundering is a real word, but I've laundering. never heard like a launderer. No, 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 that's not so. that's not whatever. Like I think the joke was supposed to be she got the name wrong, but oh. they kept saying, "Oh, she's at these at the laundering." Unless it's like a Britishism, like you don't Maybe. say you're in the hospital, you're at hospital. So no. weird. Why no. do they do that? Happy Fourth of July, folks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will actually be out in uh, was it? Uh, I think November. No, at this point. Oh, okay. Breaking the timeline. Yeah. This is an ageless podcast. Well, which is fine because that they did that throughout this movie. There was <laughs> yeah. a breaking of the fourth wall, like there never was a fourth wall in this film. Yeah. Talk about meta. I mean, if you, I don't know if you ever watch Community. Community is my favorite. Um, comedy. I love that show. It is the best, and they it's have, so it's good. Very meta, and it's very similar to the way that they approached yeah. it. 
long before Community ever existed, by the way. Yeah. So we got to wonder if Dan Harmon was uh, watching some Barack Epstein <laughs> and taking some notes. <laughs> Is every piece of media we've ever had based on Barack Epstein's it Iron Man? Very well be. In this thesis, I will describe <laughs> to you why that is fact there you go well you took a whole uh, notebook full of notes so. i didn't write a single thing down <laughs> i didn't, I didn't write think down a you single were going thing. to but yeah. i just here's the thing when i i didn't know what the format of the podcast was when i agreed to do it so i thought at first i was like oh maybe we watch it and comment as we go and i was like oh of course that's a copyright issue is whisper this is probably too low to be talking anyway so I was like, oh, I, if I have any organic thoughts, like I want to be able to have them with me. But then I, I was clearly too busy enjoying the film. I was about to say, most organic <laughs> thoughts that we're going to say out loud are going to be things like, this is so stupid, or this is ridiculous, or I well, can't believe I, I mean, just saw that. What we generally do, and this will be a little bit of behind the scenes of how it works. Ooh, but, behind the scenes. Oh, BTS, but, BTS. Yeah, but basically what happens is we sit down and we watch the movie, and then we'll talk out loud and we'll mm-hmm. kind of make fun of the movie. But we don't show that part. We don't like record us doing that. Yeah. That other shows like Red Letter Media does that. Mm. And, you know, Mystery other shows Mystery theater. Science Theater Theater mm. Theater Three Thousand has scenes like that. Yeah. We don't we don't We're do a little that. Different, we don't do it because it's to us it's more fun to talk about it afterwards. Off the and cuff, we, Off we, the cuff we don't and, sit there for a week and write jokes based around yeah. it and yeah, we just we just go right off of what we think, which is Yeah, fun. this is all scripted. Surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it's all scripted. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's all TV, so much of it is scripted. This is no script whatsoever. Corn. We just kind of go with it. So We pull up Rock Epstein. I will say, before you slip over there, you said you were too busy enjoying the movie. So you did enjoy it. Oh, that wasn't a Freudian slip. I was doing a bit. Uh, oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, TV. No, I think, uh, I, I mean, know. I was watching it. I wasn't not enjoying it. I know, it wasn't like you were falling asleep. I did. I wish I'd written down when it was. Probably when Dr. Ho was talking. I just love his little monologues. He's actually one of the best villains I've seen in a while. Yeah. He's more fun. And why is he called Dr. Ho? Because he has a hoe on his arm. Mm -hmm. With some aluminum foil wrapped on it. Because they didn't, you know... Uh, cheapen out on the costuming. But today. so did his name change later? Because he had a hoe and he had a, like what another hoe. Oh, just, I don't know what those things. Yeah, are that called. was like a rake thing. Rake thing. Yeah. So like. Oh, yeah. it's one of those things. My mom would use them for weeding when you yeah. gotta like get deep like the weeds. Because he cut his own hand off. Yeah. yeah so but I'm it was funny because early on you were like, wait a second, he's not Asian. Yeah, I thought that was the whole point. Because I thought it was Dr. Ho with like H-O, and there is... Oh, no. It's because no. of the Ho. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice it at first. I didn't notice it It's because of the first. farm equipment. Yeah. The whole agricultural thing. And so I thought, like, on. you know, you know, like Don Ho, you know? Like, I thought he was... Tiny Bubbles. Yeah, Tiny Bubbles, uh, Hoku's uh, no. uh, father. But, uh, no, it, it was, uh, you know, all because of... Uh, they did. They prop. did do a, a fun bit with bad dubbing, though. At one point, for no real reason Just whatsoever. Just for funsies. Just for funsies. Yeah. Yeah, they do that a lot. I mean, maybe maybe it was a, a problem. Maybe ADR issues. I, I was going to say there was a lot of ADR that was put in there. You could tell. There yeah. Was, it was, yeah. So clearly, sound was an issue from the very very beginning. I mean, once again, you have like probably a very limited crew. 
You probably have Brock Epstein running the camera, mm -hmm. you know, unless he has a camera person at that point. Um, I'm not sure, but if he had a camera person. God, but then, it almost looked like it was not even 35 millimeter, like almost like, like it was a 16 millimeter that was later was, on blown up. Are you sure? Like it's it hard looked, to tell. It looked like mini DV to me. Like it looked like whatever or the cheapest camcorder or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what or... I'm saying. Like a really cheap, like whatever. Like yeah. I mean, and that's the beauty of this movie is it's literally whatever they can get. Right. They may they put. This is one of the spirit of independent filmmaking. Absolutely. You know, and so this film shares that. And that's why I like it because yeah, you think Hollywood's going to go anywhere near a movie like this? Hell no. No. This is the kind of stuff well, that we like because only the indies are going to do it. The closest that Hollywood has ever done that with was Blank Man, you know, with uh, Damon Wayans. Mm. And Anna and I are doing that for Hollywood Knockbusters. Cause, and actually, it was really funny. It was a good movie. It was, Damon Wayans was funny. You know, Damon Wayans was good. He was like, it was a good movie. It just it didn't do very well in the box office because nobody wants to see a parody of... The superhero movies. Or Mystery Men. I liked Mystery Men when that came Mystery out. Men was good. Meteor Man. There was a couple, like, really stupid I'm on purpose. I'm the shoveler. I can shovel better than anyone else. So all us archaeologists love the shoveler. <laughs> good. Me silently nodding along. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Three and a half it. minutes. Yeah. No, no, we'll have to show you. We'll have to show you. Mm, no. But anyway. I mean, look around the room. There's nothing but... 16 millimeter, 35 millimeter. Absolutely. <laughs> Mini DVD. <laughs> You're like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Um, no. it, it happens a lot because we we are we are film nerds, so we know a lot about this stuff. And, and only uh, it only overlaps with my life experience in thinking about how, uh, as archivists, you are able to convert media which is donated to you that you don't have the ability to play or watch. So if anybody at home has a VHS or DVD player, they're not using, donate it to a local museum. There you go. And I would like to point out that both you and I come from states where corn was king. You know, in the yes. lower part of Delaware. Is that Delaware another? Delaware Silver Queen. Yeah. Hello. Is that another corn. reason you picked her for Corn another Man? Reason. Corn and chickens. Actually, the thing I like to tell people, it's very petty. Um, I believe this to be a fact, but if I'm wrong, I'm totally fine with that. Um, but that they used to grow more peaches in Delaware than in Georgia until soy became more profitable. Ah. So the real peach state is, in fact, Delaware. There you go. Peaches in Delaware. Yeah, but I'm from, like, southern Delaware. There's a lot of corn. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, corn. of corn. Corn and peaches. All right. Well, not anymore. No peaches anymore. Mm -mm. Corn, soy, chicken. Oh, did they, get rid they got rid of the peaches? Yeah, because when soy was more profitable, they sort of switched over and then... The industry in Georgia. Which I then. wish I had some of those peach trees in my house. I would yeah. be so happy with that. I yeah. know. I, I had a peach the other day that was just like amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know, but we got that here in Virginia. So I don't know where they got that from. You know, probably from uh, Georgia. You know. Cropcast. Welcome to Cropcast. <laughs> Cropcast. We talk about crops all <laughs> well, day long. Yeah. And again, this there was a lot of agricultural stuff in this particular. Not film. as much as I thought there was going yeah. to be. Maybe. Did you I, think the whole movie was going to be about <laughs> corn? <laughs> I, I I was like, okay, what could the villain possibly want? Well, he was stabbing well, maybe people like, with corn. And... Maybe like the ethanol is valuable, right? So like maybe or again, we have corn subsidies. Use corn to like feed chickens and feed livestock. So corn is important. If you if you were feasibly to take over the entire 
corn growing industry in America. You could use that for your advantage. I could see that yeah. happening. Don't we don't forget, get any of that. Don't forget Butterboy pooped popcorn. Mm. He did. It, it was interesting to me that he was movie theater butter, mm. butter boy. Not like a stick of butter, butter boy. Yeah, Which no. is what I was But expecting. he also is a peanut butter, butter boy. That's He's true. a peanut butter, butter boy. So I guess any yeah. butter works. And this is 2001. No one knew about almond butter. No. Yeah, I don't think he... Uh, and maybe that's the sequel, man. Maybe more... Almond butter More, more butter, you know. Yeah. Uh, we watched a, a clip. There's a movie that we're going to do next year. And they talked about... Uh, uh, butter, but it was like a butter place because the original movie is called A Better Place. Oh. You know? <laughs> so it was like a butter place. Okay. That was the Kevin Smith bit. Yeah. Wait, yeah, it was goofy. It was you know? adorable. I do love butter, though. I was a vegan for a little bit. Tell me about butter it. is difficult to give up. Butter's awesome. Who, who yeah. doesn't love butter, though? Oh, well, I guess people can't eat butter. Yeah. Also, you know, if, if you've got any sort of food anxiety, butter has a lot of fat in it, maybe, mm. you know. Yeah. But it's the good kind Coping of fat. With that. Before Is we <laughs> before we sign off, though, I do want to say, mm-hmm. what about the music? There was some pretty cool. music I liked in there. the music. You said you said at the I end that that was your music. favorite part. Yeah, right? I was. It's kind of it. like pop punky yeah. kind mm-hmm. of music, which is I think you like too, don't you? Oh, I did. I I love it, but um, it was more ridiculous. No, punk it was music. ridiculous, but yeah. it was more like um, corn man. He could talk to corn, corn man. Yeah, it wasn't like pop pop, but it was like, it was like indie punk uh, music. So um, what I'm guessing is Brock Epstein knows bands in the Texas that he just asked them, hey, you know, or maybe he's part of a band. I don't know. I feel like but, everyone knows like a garage pop punk right, band. Right, yeah. offspringy kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. and then you see all of a sudden they blow up one day and you have their, you know, song as one of your theme songs. You can always use that. I thought it was particularly cute at the end when they start doing some of the outtakes and then they do the music again and then Mm. all the characters are there playing the instruments. In the band. Very much like at the end of the amazing award-winning film, Shrek. When they all do uh, Maybe that was... (laughs) Is Shrek based on Corban? I told you, movie ahead of its time. I don't know. When was Shrek out, though? Oh, I want to say, like, Let's guess. I'm going to guess 2004. 2004. That's a I'm, good guess. Yeah, I'm going to guess. Actually, I could... Mm, yeah, I'm no. Maybe later than that. Could be later. It could be later. It was after... Maybe 2006. It was after the Austin Powers bits and, you know, Mike Myers' It was when Eddie Murphy could still... No, it like, was way later than that. something in his career. Because I used to babysit this kid, and we would watch Shrek up to four times a week. I was watching it a lot. And I would have been in high school then. And I was in high school in. If this internet would let me do it, I could tell you. Well, it's, it's a mystery. It's funny. I'm picturing Kira the babysitter. How, I'm how, a very good babysitter. All right, yeah. very responsible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm very good with children. Would you have brought Corn Man and Butterboy no. to. No. <laughs> no. No, I would She wouldn't. wants to keep her job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I would not. I mean, it's what is it? NC seventeen? No. Not NC seventeen, but it's unrated. Like no, it recommends seventeen on there. Ridiculous and over the top. Is but that... I mean, this gives you a pretty good idea of some of the stuff that we we. I mean, you missed uh, Turkish Star Wars earlier. You missed hot, Turkish Star Wars. Yeah, you missed Hot Chicks Blast Uranus. Turkish, like like oh, it's Turkeyish or like. The nation of Turkey. The nation of Turkey. Good. Okay. Good. Yes, excellent. yes, yes, yes. Excellent. excellent, uh, excellent you excellent. missed a whole bunch of ones. But yeah, we, we, we do a lot of wackadoodle weird 
bad, strange movies. Because um, it's fun. Cause nobody talks about them. A lot of, at least the movies we do. Uh, a lot of people don't ever No, talk there's about no like them. Roger and Ebert review of Corn Man that I could pull up. Interesting. Does it have an IMDb page? Sometimes. Yeah. It does. We'll have to introduce you to Santa Claus Meets the Ice Cream Bunny. It's uh, pretty epic. Okay. Epic. Um, <laughs> I don't think that. Oh. Absolutely. It's like a Hamlet redo. Sort like of. A I'm going to say yes. Or, 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 yeah, there's a lot of Denmark in, in the Ice Cream Bunny. The, the, right. the Prince of Denmark. Yes. I, here, I, th- here's the thing. When you're like, oh, these movies are epic. Great. It's like that word, I feel like it doesn't apply in the It same does way. not. So I don't know how to react to the things don't, that you're saying. Don't, don't, don't listen to him. <laughs> oh, you know? come on. You loved Ice Cream Bunny. No, I, I did not like the Thumbelina part. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Like, Thumbelina, the animated movie, was no. one of my favorites. Well, Huck Finn shows up this in this. Is a, this is a live Tom action. Sawyer shows up in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I told you it's epic. <laughs> but here's the thing. Also, the character. Fun in Balloon Land? Come on. Is it made out of balloons? What was the balloon yes. budget? Yes, 1965. And it's showing a Philadelphia Gimbal's Day parade. You get to see chunks oh, of that. Big, so not like birthday balloons. No, well, they, it starts out with like uh, balloons uh, from different... They had uh, some leftover balloons, so somebody decided to make a kiddie movie based on it. Yeah, so Actually it starts out like children? a kiddie movie. And then... We think. Then, then it's later... Or something. It's a drunk lady uh, talking over where the balloons are coming, so she'll be like, look, it's Mr. Frog, and he's, you know, he's all hopping along and making all these weird <laughs> jokes and stuff, Good. and we're just like, wait, what? That was the best part of what I, I, I like, mean, it sounds like it would be the best More part. fun. That movie was more fun than uh, Ice so Cream Bunny. Ridiculous. Oh, come on, I love the Ice Cream Bunny. Yeah, I like the Ice Cream Bunny parts. I don't like the Thumbelina parts. They just well, got okay. dragged a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, but aside from that, Okay. There's so many ridiculous, crazy movies. But I was glad we were able to bring you into Corn Man. Yes. Yes, it, it was, was a movie that it we was a watched. Movie. And we watched it, and, and it was a movie. And we're going to find out in a second how you really feel, because right, Paul's going to explain something to you. So now we've come to the part of the show where we have our stinkometer. And this is where okay. we rate our movie based on 1 to 10, by which mm-hmm. the lower the number, mm-hmm. the least amount of stink, which means it's a good movie. So okay. if you thought it was kind of mediocre, you would give it, say, a 5. But if you thought it was a really big, fat, steaming pile of cow poo okay. that was full of stink and or problems, mm-hmm. you might give it a higher score, like, say, a 10. Okay. Um, now... Just because we give something a higher score doesn't huh. mean that we didn't like it. Right. Sometimes our favorite movies are ones with tons and tons of stink to Okay. It. But it means it had a lot of problems. Okay. A lot of issues. Mm-hmm. And then we take our three scores and we total it up and then we see. And do you, divide, you do a mean on it? You no, do a median? No, no, we, we, no. We, we total it up and uh-huh. then we, we compare it to all the other movies of that season and also on the ladder of stink. Because there's a ladder stink going to Stinky Heaven, and every movie that's gotten a 30 or 30 plus uh-huh. is in Stinky Heaven. Okay. There's only one 30 plus, and I don't know that oh. you could take that one. Uh, you're gonna have to show me exactly where the plus is, because I've I've looked at both the ladder stink and the stinkometer, and I can't find the plus. I know. I have to I have to go back in there and okay. retro fit okay. the plus okay. in there. There you go. So okay. I thought you said you already. So one is a good movie. Ten is bad. Right. Yes. And so there's every step Sticky. in between, and you can go a half step. So if you wanted to do three and a half, four and a okay. half, six and a half. 
Wow, complicated cue. And this is your first one, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is, like, you know, I mean, you don't really have a basis for other stinky movies. Right, it's hard for you to sort of get them. So, you might want to let us kind of score Uh, Yeah, you guys can go first. We'll let Mr. Moody go first. All right. So, it's a tough one because it knows it's stinky on purpose. Like, it knows it's stinky. So, like... When you watch, and runs with it. Yeah, and runs with it, and does a damn good job with with the cheesy and um, stinkiness of it um, on purpose. Um, but I'm still gonna have to give it a seven. I think um, mm. it is. It is obviously low budget. It doesn't know whatever. Like it, it just. It doesn't care. It it just knows it's like. You know, it has the director in there. What other movie did we see just recently that had the the director pop up in the movie to explain? Things that because they were like, hey, you know, uh, that the movie watched. Um, uh, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but the movie we watched for I, Quick I, Review I, Thursday, I think. Lucky, I remember my name on a daily basis. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah so they're uh, they're really silly. So seven. Yeah. Um, that's a fair score. I was going to say seven and a half. Seven because and a half. I feel like this movie should have been funnier. You know, there are parts where it does sort of drag and where a lot of the comedy kind of falls apart. And the thing is, you know, obviously you you spend the money that you've got, but a lot of things don't really require money. Like writing a good script does not require money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there are parts where it just isn't very good or it isn't very funny or very yeah. consistent. That being said, I, I'd say most of the bits work, and most of the time I was just sitting there shaking my head, and most of the time I was enjoying it. So mm-hmm. it's got its stinkiness. It's definitely a micro-budget film. It definitely has uh, some mm-hmm. production issues, but not to the point where I'm just embarrassed or angered or pissed off mm. by it. It's a stinky movie, but it's a fun stinky movie, and I think seven and a half it's is fair. a fair score to <clears throat> me, personally. Okay. So a seven and a seven and a half. What are you going to go with? Ugh, here's the thing. I feel like it could have been 20 minutes long. Right. For the same reason. Would have been better as a short. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think it, I feel like the characters weren't really developed anyway. So we're not, it's not like there's a a more length in the film. So you get a a greater sense of like why the villain is the villain and what are the parameters of the They also make fun of that too. Because they're like, oh, enough about a character development. Let's move on to this. Or something, you know. Yeah. So then, just cut the movie down to like <laughs> and twenty it's minutes. Funny because it's already it was what an hour and nine. Hour and nine minutes. minutes. So, it's so probably it's an hour short. if you cut out the beginning part. What was Possibly. that? A ghost. Anyway, okay. I'm gonna say it's baby ghost. I am going to say. Here's the thing. I want to, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to give it an eight. Whoa, all right. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. And I think that for what, clearly for what he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. Great. Again, I'm glad you made the movie you wanted to make. You don't need, all all the things you've already said, that it's not that it's bad because no one tried or you didn't have the right equipment. You can do great things with that. I just think it was too long and yeah, it sort of dragged. There was dragging moments to you? Yeah. I feel like there were moments where we were just sort of sitting we weren't laughing, or did, we weren't. Did, did you find yourself comparing it to, say, any Marvel movies that you've seen? I've never seen any of them, so I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I saw Black Panther um, okay. because I was a TA in a 
intro to African history class. So you could see the similarities between <laughs> the two. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to say an eight. I think it it's fine for what it is, but it... It's not your t- cup of tea. No. You wouldn't want a Corman t-shirt. I want the movie, my dream, here's my dream of the movie. It's just the real estate scene. Uh, that's it. That would be the or short? Or that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. It's like. an hour of that, of them touring properties. So you just want Brock evil Epstein to like do his own house movie. hunting show. Yes, it's house hunters, but it's an evil villain. That would who's be like fun. looking for layers. That would be fun. That's a great idea. That, that's something that's for, an incredible idea. That is something for Echo Lake. I'm that telling is, you. That is pretty that's funny. That's a good idea. That's and a, not a good villain. Because they got to look for homes, too. Yeah, like a Dr. Right? Ho villain. But he's looking for property. Right. Yeah, that's the <laughs> um, idea. Yeah, that would be a whole TV show. I, I, yeah. I could actually see that. Because mm-hmm. it's sort of like a parody slash, you know, episode, whatever, of, like, of, of the stuff that... You know, it's very, very big now. House hunters, love house hunters. Yeah. yeah, those kind of things. Or um, like Chip and Joanna Gaines. Who are the Who are the uh, million dollar listing or whatever people oh, and I don't stuff? Watch those ones. Okay, they're pretty much all though. It's I like, like the HGTV ones, not the Bravo TV. Uh, Okay. They're always like, oh, yeah, here's our budget. It's uh, $5.5 million. Oh, well, gee, you're yeah. going to have a tough time finding a house. Yeah, it's very difficult. They're Ridiculous. like, well, do we want the jacuzzi attached to the pool or separate from the pool? We're not sure. You've got enough room for your own private helicopter pad right here. Like, mm, that's yeah. great, but it's a little close to the kitchen. It'd be sort of loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, aren't Ridiculous. we just parked right next? Uh, are we living right next to the Kardashians? Uh, I, I, I want to be near Chloe, not Kim. That's my <laughs> preference. Um... Oh man! So that's my rating. It's How an terrible! Very nice. Um, Very nice. Yes. But here's the big question: Have we driven you away from the show, or do you think you'd be back? Uh, yeah, probably. I <laughs> maybe. Here's the thing: I didn't expect it to be good, so it's not like oh, oh, I thought it was gonna be incredible, and I'm so disappointed. Like you knew, I feel like I knew what to expect. You knew what to expect. Yeah. I mean, Paul had informed you that this yeah. was of like the premise of the show, of right? The show. Title, Corn Man. I mean, yeah. how serious could it be? Yeah, exactly. I, so I, I would hope so. Like I yeah. would hope that you wouldn't go. Oh man, I was hoping Corn Man would be like the most amazing movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, and, I was and like, finally, content for me, content for vegetarians. Oh, finally. Finally, justice for corn. Not as good as... That's, oh, that's the tagline for, for justice for yeah, corn. Yeah, because people are like, corn isn't a real vegetable. It's a starch. Okay, well, people like corn, so let them eat corn. Right, Don't make people right. feel bad for foods they like to eat. Are you talking about Food corn shaming? shaming? Corn shaming? A little bit. Jesus. Yeah, a little bit. Or when people are like, mm, potatoes are, are, are fattening. You can eat potatoes. You can yeah. eat whatever you want all the time. But potatoes don't give you that lovely silk like corn does. Are you eating the the... What do you call it? It's like a free... The wrapper? <laughs> the wrapper? It, it, it's like a free, you know, tooth Ugh, foul. Oh, that's foul. Although, as a child, I was very passionate about the corn holders mm. that Corn Man does, in fact, use as weaponry. That's right. Um, but they're so fun. The ones that are shaped like corn are the best. <laughs> it's not worth eating corn if you're not using They have little holders. cow ones with prongs on either yeah. end that you stick there. I, I love those. They're so good. Absolutely. When I was finally allowed to like do it myself and not have like an adult do the prongs for me. Proudest day of your life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was my coming of age. There you go. <laughs> I do truly feel that way. So that's good. And nice. you have now had a new coming of age of watching a film, right. film on Indie Film Cafe. So thank it's, you so it's much. Like yeah, Stranger of Things, you've sort of discovered the upside down. I've never down. seen Stranger Things. 
Well, I think I should watch it. People this like it. Whole world out there of it's, bad films. Oh, do you have a hot take on Stranger Things? I like it. Like yeah. I like it a lot. It's just it's a it's a certain you know like it is very popular. Mm. Um, you know, there's certain things that people really dig, and you know, and I, I don't know. It's just good and there's bad. The know. first season was amazing. The yeah. second season okay. The third season was uh. mm. so I was like, oh god, <clears throat> I thought you know right. This wasn't going in a good direction so it's like i don't know if i want to watch the fourth season people like it and then the fourth season was a fucking amazing it was yeah. probably blew me away so i you know i'm i'm excited the last season is coming mm. next, in a couple of years worth watching yeah. Yeah. yeah it's definitely worth watching he was almost not going to watch the fourth season because of the third season too was just meh you know and they didn't like the first three episodes of season four but yeah it picked up it picked up oh. it definitely picked up well that's good okay well Maybe no. I'll watch it. Maybe you'll watch it. Let yeah, us know. I just watch shows I mean, over and over there again. can't be too many corn-related shows out there, unfortunately. No. <laughs> no, I'm th- I'm Rolodexing through my brain, and I don't... Unless Ken Burns has some documentary that's not as popular Game as the jazz one. Or the baseball you know. one he did. He did a baseball one. Oh, no, I haven't watched that one. Yeah, it's like huge, like, <laughs> you know, uh, amount of baseball one. But no, he... Game of Corn Thrones was one. Game of Corn Thrones. Um, uh, corn Unity. Um, Six know. feet deeper in corn. Six feet corn, yeah. Six feet. <laughs> I don't know. Scrubs, but it's about corn. Oh, scrubbing the shucks. We call it shucks. <laughs> shucks. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, that's where this uh, okay. is ending at. All right. Awesome. All right. So well, you managed to survive Indie Film Cafe. So we yeah. appreciate you. I don't feel any worse for it. So okay. Good. good. Yeah, that's good. So There's the ringing endorsement. I don't feel any yeah. worse for <laughs> I it. I don't feel any worse for it. Yep. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, you survived. There that's you it. Go. Yeah. That's all you needed to do. Well, thank you all very, very much for joining us on this episode of Indie Film Cafe. We will be back next time. I think it is Mr. Moody's. Pick or is it another one of mine? I don't know. We'll figure I it think, out. I think you know. I think he's mine. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, what are you gonna pick? Oh, uh, it's a surprise. It's a fun one. It'll be it'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Yeah, we don't we don't tell before. Normally, you know. he doesn't even know until they show up what movie it's going to be. Well, because oh. sometimes we can say something. We'll be like, oh, it's gonna be this, and then mm-hmm. we go and do it, and then I like we can't find it or it doesn't work in the uh, player. And then we have to pick something else. So I we generally don't like to say what's going to be next. But this one I've been waiting to do, and I was just waiting for the right person to do it with. So thank you very much for coming yes. on the show. We appreciate it. I don't know it. what that says about me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It means you're fun. It means that you're, you're just down for a fun time. Yes, about only corn-related content. Of course. Of, of corn. Starches <laughs> only. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, everybody, and we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. I can't think of any other corn How much editing do you do on this? Not enough. Oh, okay. Come for the corn. Corn Man! American vegetable hero, filmed in Cornovision. Now go! Go get Corn Man!